Annyeong SAO! Welcome to Afternoon Delight, where Leah, Megan, and Amy, romance novelists and your K-Romance guides. So grab some deck bokey and listen to your new favorite unease. Hello! Hi, Megan! <laughs> oh, we missed the... Hey, everybody! I know. We're missing it's- Leah tonight. Yeah, it's like kids, all the kids get sick season. Uh, yeah, I mean, she had, she was going to record tonight. She was ready to go. But yeah, there was kind of like a family emergency. Everything is okay, but she's busy. Um, we miss her. Uh, but I think we're, I think we can hold it down. <laughs> I think she's still, she still actually had two more episodes of this drama that we're going to talk about tonight to watch. So but she did say she's happy she's watching it because she did. She said it's really good. Cause we it were, is. It is, but we were worried about her reaction. Yes. yes so. so I do have to tell you. So we're talking tonight about a time called you. And so. Amy watched it first, right? You watched it first. I, so I forgot what drama, it was something that we were doing for the pod and I had like finished, like I had just finished a drama and didn't have any homework, right? For the pod. Right. <laughs> and a time called you had just dropped. Like mind you all, this dropped the first weekend in September, right? So I was like, you know what? I, I'd seen a trailer for it. I'm like, this looks so good. I don't know what's happening, but it's time travel and it's romance and it looks amazing and it's on your mm-hmm. sup. And so I'm, I'm gonna, you know, I'm just gonna check out the first episode. Mm-hmm. And I binged the entire series. I mean, it's only 12 episodes, but I binged it that weekend. Yeah. And I think you and Megan from Afternoon Army had watched it, right? Yeah. Cause she was watching it too. Okay. So she, well, she, she had watched like the first ep- episode or so and then had kind of like abandoned it for something else. And I, and I thought that she was watching it around the same time I was. So I messaged her. She's like, you know what I started? Then I, you know, I, I need to go back or whatever. Um, and then she binged the hell out of it too. And we both were just going crazy talking about it. And I was like, I need Megan and Leah to watch this. Like we have to do this for the pod because I can't stop thinking about this drama. Right. So I did watch it and I loved it. I mean, I binged it very quickly. It's 12 episodes, which and lately less I'm, than an hour. They're less than an yeah, hour each. And I'm all about like the 12, like 12 episode dramas lately are like, that's my wheelhouse. Like <laughs> it's, a, it, it is, it's my sweet spot. Like that. It I, is. Yeah, for sure. Like now I see 16 and I'm like, uh, <laughs> 16 and they're like an hour 20. And I'm like, what are we doing here? Really? <laughs> yeah. Do we need it? Um, so yeah, so it has been since September, but it's again, like, you know, even though we record once a week, like we get backlogged, like we have, we have seen things that we're like, oh my God, we still need to record. I think we've talked before about how we do write scripts for the show, just so we're not like just rambling. Um, These and episodes normally, would be seven hours long if we didn't have a script. It would be bad. And also, <laughs> we just want to make sure we cover stuff. And a lot of times we'll type up our... I, I usually don't like verbatim read what I write. I don't think any of us really do. But we at least have some sort of like idea of what we're going to say. So, I typed up nothing for tonight as far as my right. responses because I typed the script and I'm already right. like eyes bugging <laughs> out of my head. <laughs> so I was terrified I was going to be on this script. And I didn't want to do it because I didn't even know where to start. So luckily, Amy was up. We have like a, you know, we have a schedule. And luckily, Amy was on the schedule to do the script. And I was like, thank God. So she sends the script today and I open it up. I sent it last night. Oh, you sent it, it last, last night. It was right. late. It was late, but I sent it last night. I, 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 I just like my eyes started like rolling in the back of my head. I was like, oh, my God, I forgot how confusing this script was. It was a fever dream <laughs> to write this script. <laughs> she did. A great job. Like, let me just, Amy did a fantastic job with the script. She, it's very thorough. It's very amazing. But I couldn't even 
type up responses because I was like, I don't even know where to start. But and so I'm gonna wing it tonight, and I never do. Just so you know, I almost, I almost always type. But you up know my what? Answers. These are the I. I'm so detailed in the questions because I, I wrote a lot of summary. And for those you of you who've seen the drama, you'll you understand that like having not watched this in September and having watched it like in a matter of like two to three days, mm-hmm. I had to like this drama was a mind fuck. Mm, like absolutely. This and this in so the this, best way. But right. like there was no way that I could just talk about this drama without rehashing. <laughs> The bananas logic. I mean, the script is a bit of a mind fuck, but you know, like, like, like Leah kind of, she doesn't always, she, she usually just pulls a thesis out of her ass while we're, while we're recording. I don't know how she does it. I can't do that. But tonight, this is the deal. Tonight, I'm going to go with the flow. I'm just going to inhabit the vibes of a time called you and I'm going to just go with the flow, uh, and recall what I can. <laughs> Because I think I also watched this drama in a fever dream. Oh, it, it is a fever dream. Yeah. Like, the entire is. drama. Is, the entire drama is a 12-hour long movie. Like, truly, it's a 12-hour long movie. And if it's, you haven't watched it, you guys, like, it's in my top, I'd say it's in my top five. Because this is a drama that, like, I have not been able to stop thinking about. It, and it's not episodic in any way. No. So that's what I'm saying. It feels like I'm just watching a movie for 12 hours. And like, I'm not complaining. It was great. Uh, and I didn't think, I actually thought it was really a good length. I didn't think it felt rushed. Um, w- I mean, we'll get to it, but I, yeah, I, I don't know. It's not in my top five, but, um, and I maybe, I don't think about it as much as I thought I would, but I think now that we talk about it, it seems right. like, once we record on a drama, that's when I start thinking about it and talking. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's well, like, like then it- when we did Rain or Shine last week, I was like, oh, I love this drama more than I even thought that I did. You know yeah, what I mean? There's something about recording yeah. that stimulates some part of my brain when it comes to the drama. And then I think about the drama more. Or, like- or we realize how much we hated it. <laughs> and we record it. happened too. Like, when we've been recording, I'm like, my God, I like I thought I didn't what? like this drama. I fucking hate it. <laughs> I, remember, I remember, I forget what drama it was now. But I was like, uh, I wrote to you guys in Slack. And I was like, I like this drama. And I just started complaining about it. And Leah's like, are you sure you <laughs> like it? Because I don't think you do. Well, I forget well, like, what it was. Okay, so like, I think Black Knight was a good example of that. Like, where you and I could not stop talking about it. We couldn't stop watching it. And then we were recorded right. it. And we're like, this was ridiculous. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then when like, we didn't hate it by any means. No. Like, it was entertaining and it kept me hooked and I loved everybody in it. But like, Same. it was ridiculous. It was. And it wasn't, it wasn't like really good. Actually, no. you know, you know, I, I have not thought about Black Knight. Well, no, why like, would you? Yeah. <laughs> I have actually not thought about it, so, which which is, there's a testament. Like, like I, I think I've said this before, if a drama is going to fall in my top 10, it has to be a drama that, like, I think about a lot. And obviously, I think about I Am Not a Robot all right. the time. Um, and it has to be, yeah, like, scenes have to come to mind easily and things like that. So, um, which Rain or Shine has stuck with me yeah and again i watched it oh i mean i watched it a while ago yeah months and months ago and that is a drama that stuck with me which yeah and i think a time called you now that we discuss it i think i'm gonna think about it more well i was gonna say rain or shine having watched it months ago 
you were still able to recall it. <laughs> we talked about it last week without homework. Whereas, I did do a pretty good job yeah, remembering it. But I'm it. saying like like because it's like a logical drama and and it, right. <laughs> and it like it it, <laughs> it follows like science. It does. It, does. <laughs> it is logical. But you know what? I love a mind fuck of a drama. And yep. I mean that's we'll talk about that. And that was one of the things that Leah was worried about. Like she was like, I don't like I don't enjoy being confused. So I, I am I am interested to just even talk to her privately about like did she hate the confusion part of it? Because for me mm-hmm. it was like, I don't know what's going on and I love it. You know? Kind yeah, of I did just I think it was the Swoon Diaries pod, but I'm pretty sure she just posted on her stories that she's watching it and she's like I'm so irritated that I'm just confused. Like, she's like, I just don't. And I get it. Like, I totally get it. It's it's frustrating to be confused. So if you're, like, not in the mood to, like, puzzle something out, like, this isn't for you. <laughs> you know? But here's what I'll say. And we'll get to it when, when I start, when we start actually getting to the script, which we haven't yet. Um, the blurb for this drama, whether it's on Netflix or Asian Wiki or whatever, the blurb gives away a, the big conceit. Like the, the and I must not have read it because there is definitely some gaslighting in the first. Oh, episode. See, I didn't read it. I I avoided everything. Well, about I think this drama. you should. So that's the yeah. thing is like when we get to talking about the drama, I don't know. I'm probably not going to read the blurb word forward because I don't want to spoil it for you all who haven't mm-hmm. watched it because I think it's good to go into this not knowing because it is supposed to like unfold. You know what I mean? Yeah, I had so many like loud gasps. That, yeah. Um, which I I enjoyed. So yeah. All right. Well, let well, let's get into it, man. All right. I'm excited. I am too. But yeah, I mean, like honestly, folks, like writing the script was homework. Like it, yes. it, it was. It was literally honestly. It, it was like me. It was like me, my senior year of college, like whipping out <laughs> whipping out an eight page like literary criticism paper overnight, which was like my mo in college. I still I still remember in college. Uh, I don't think. My husband, I, he was my boyfriend in college. I don't think he actually wrote many papers. I'm not really sure what he did and how he graduated, but you know, he, he did it. Well, I mean, he did his work in like his major, but if it was like the gen ed courses, he just didn't really, you know, and I still remember, uh, we were, I think we had the same gen ed course. It was like a history course or political science or, you know what I mean? One of those. And, um, I had already finished my paper because I'm a do-gooder and he had not. And he was like, it's fine. It's fine. I'm just going to do it the night before. And I'm like, okay. I mean, I don't think you should wait till the last minute. He got the flu. Oh, like no. full on flu. I go over to his dorm room, which I'm not sure why at the time. Why would I go over there? But I did. I went over there and I still remember he would type, turn in his chair, throw up in his trash can, turn back to his computer and keep typing. <laughs> And, and you were there while this was happening? Just Why was I, I think I felt bad. I think I went over to like, I don't know, like take care, which I didn't take care of him. What was I even doing? I don't know. I was 18. You and I was not being a very good K-drama girlfriend if you yeah, were not care of him. I was 18 and in love. So I was like, oh, I'll just, I'll just sit here with you while you puke in your trash can and write your paper. I think it was like on the Taliban. I mean, I can't imagine. <laughs> anyway, so, but so thank God you didn't have the flu. No, I didn't. I, I Which was, is what's I, raging yeah. in Leah's house. I know that is. Like, it's something. <laughs> yeah. No, I was, Leah. I was an English major. So I, I wrote overnight papers all the time. Right. I'm sure. I'm sure you did. Yeah. 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 And you know, that prepared me well for being a, 
a, a fiction writer because it's often me like the night before deadline. Mm-hmm. That's what we do <laughs> late in the night. Anyway, don't tell our editors. Okay, <laughs> so let's get into it. So as always, we will uh, start with a spoiler-free discussion of the drama, A Time Called You, and then give you a heads up before we start spilling all the tea. Before we begin, I do want to point out that this drama does deal with some heavy issues like murder and suicide. So if that will be triggering or upsetting for you in any way, we wanted to mention it up front so that you're prepared for this drama and this episode of the pod. So like I said, pretty much everywhere I looked, like Drama Beans has a great blurb for A Time Called You. Um, Netflix even had a good blurb, but I don't want to read it because it gives a lot away. So I'll say this. A Time Called You is a remake of the Taiwanese drama Someday or One Day. And I will just say it's a time travel romance. That's all I'm going to tell you right now. I don't want to give anything else away. The time travel part of it is not a secret. I feel like everything else... (laughs) that kind of unfolds is. So I'm not, I just, I don't want to go there. I don't want to tell you. Okay. And I'm, yeah. I'm telling y'all don't read the blurb, just go watch because it's, I thought it was a hell of a lot of fun to mm-hmm. just be in it and, and have it unravel. So mm-hmm. there you go. Mm-hmm. I'll say this. This is the last line of the blurb. It says, and so begins a tragic and faded love story that spans decades and defies all logic. <laughs> Okay. Thanks for giving us the heads up. <laughs> yes. So that's Drama Beans gave us that. And, and you know what? That is the operative phrase here. So I watched it first, like we were saying. And I remember that after I finished the first episode, I messaged you guys in Slack and said something to the extent of, I have no freaking clue what I just watched or what the hell is going on, but I'm hooked. Yeah, and you did. And, and, and I was like, well, that's like, that's usually, uh, like, that's a green flag for me. Like, I'm, yeah, and I'm excited. Yeah. So, okay, so that's, so that's my first question is, let's talk about logic. Like, love it or leave it as far as stories that mess with your head and make you wonder if you'll ever figure out what exactly you're, you know, reading or watching. Like, you like that? I actually do like that. Um, And I think the reason I like that is because I love to be surprised. I love to be surprised a lot. And I'm like, I've never, no one's ever thrown me a surprise party. And that's really all I wanted in my life. I see. I don't, never. I do not like. Really? I, I no, love I do not want to be surprised like that. In entertainment, sure, surprise me. But I do not want to be caught off guard. What if I'm not wearing the right thing? What if somebody oh. takes a candid picture of me and I'm at a weird angle? Like that's, that's what those things <laughs> I had. Like, no. Yeah. I just, I do. I love a good surprise. If you tell me, it depends. If you tell me this is like crazy sci-fi confusing, I don't like, spaceships and weird technology that's not always up my alley but if you tell me like yeah this is confusing in relation to time travel that intrigues me like uh, yeah then i want to know more i don't i don't always mind when things don't make sense sometimes i love when things are just fucking bonkers yeah i do i love bonkers but Mm -hmm. not in real life um okay so to piggyback off of that what is a logic bending Western story, movie, show that you have enjoyed. Um, or, you know, one of each. There's only two of us tonight, so we can, you know, we can embellish if we want to. Yeah. Uh, so Westworld was one. Did you ever watch Westworld? I didn't. I heard it was good and then it got bad. So I only watched the first season of okay. Westworld. Uh, I didn't keep going, even though I liked season one, but I will tell you, it is, 
<sighs> episode one's a mindfuck. And like, I loved it. And the, so I, I would say the reason I didn't watch season two is because season two started to get panned. And I was like, you know what? I don't want it to ruin. Right. I, I don't want to ruin it because in all honesty, season one was fucking badass. So I would say, here's the thing. I need to be entertained. So if you're just being confusing for the sake of being confusing and also it's slow, then I'm not going to be interested. I need things to be snappy if you're going to confuse me. Does that make sense? And I need you to throw in some action. There's got to be like a, a some sort of gunfight. You got to fist fight. You got to gotta keep me, you know, entertained. Uh-huh. And then I'm kind of willing to like stick with the confusion. And a time called you... What kept what kept me hooked was the romance portion. So, which that's all I'm going to say about it because we're still in the non-spoilers. But I'm saying there needs to be something else there, yeah, um, to keep me hooked. I would say, I mean, there's plenty of. I mean, I just said that I don't really love the confusion of like sci-fi stuff, but Event Horizon was another one that mm-hmm. was just like a mm-hmm. total hundred yep, percent crazy defying logic movie and i still thought it was freaking fantastic and yes. scared the shit out of me yep so yeah i mean i again i i like that but i need it to still hold my interest as well there's got to be some other hook in there do you know what i mean yeah like so one that i i'm going to bring up which I think you would love, but it's one of those that you would have to give an episode or two. And mm-hmm. it's, um, it's Severance on Apple Plus. Oh, I've heard, yeah, I've heard about it. So, that. and, and I will say that it, it was recommended to me by, by a friend who was like, who, who knows that I, you know, that I like, you know, stuff like this. And it was like, I can't tell you really much about it because you have to just let it unfold, but it starts and you're like, what the actual fuck? And so just to give, if you haven't watched Severance, if you have, you know what I mean. If you haven't, so here's the sort of conceit of Severance that you, you can know going into it. So the, the lead in it is Adam Scott. So, you know, Ben Wyatt from Parks and Rec. Mm, yeah, I love from, him. From lots of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love Adam Scott. So it could be contemporary times. It could be like a little bit in the future, but there is a new sort of me- medical technology called Severance that you can choose to get if you want. And basically, it is this procedure that um, when you go to work in this specific company, when you enter the building and you put all your stuff in your locker and you hop in the elevator and you go down to your floor, there is like a chemical reaction in your brain. Something is activated. And when you hit that certain spot, you don't remember your life outside of the building. You only know your work life. How did I not know this about Severance? I thought it was just an office drop. No. Oh my no. God. Wait a minute. And then no one, no one told me this. And then when you leave work and you go back up the elevator, you know your life outside of work. And you know that you've had the severance procedure, but your your brain is split, basically. Wow. It's bonkers and it ends. It's a short series. It's like nine episodes. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those things where I told the kids about my kids about it. My kids are teens and they love, they love mind bendy stuff like this. And we started watching it and the first episode is slow and it's because you don't know what the hell is going on, but it starts, it's slow, but it's also weird, like mm-hmm. weird as fuck from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as it starts unfolding, there's like a mystery to be solved and like, you know, it's a very political thing, this procedure. Like, there are people who are very anti-severance. And yeah, and then it ends on a huge cliffy. And it's 
wild and so good. Yeah, that does sound good. Yeah, no, I, I think that. you would really, I think you would really like, it. it's only nine episodes. And it was, it was the, the situation was like, my kids and I were up, it was like one in the morning and we were on the second to last episode and we were all falling asleep and we're like, fine. Tomorrow morning, as soon as we wake up, and literally, like, I'm the first one up because I always am, and they're teenagers. Then they wake up, and like, one comes down, and finally, the second one comes down. They're like, Severance, like, we could not wait. And then we finished oh, it. Oh, cool. Like, bam. Yeah. And then also, I'll just add to that, like, any movie by Christopher Nolan, like, oh, Memento, The Prestige, <gasps> Memento. Yeah. Inception. How did I forget all of those? Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Interstellar with Matthew yeah. McConaughey. Yeah. Um, Tenet. Tenet was like, a huge mind fuck. And it was one of mm-hmm. those things where we watched it at night and then watched it again the next morning because we had to like reprocess. I love shit like that. So yeah, yeah this is, this is yeah, really I, my thing. I didn't think about Christopher Nolan. I mean, I would say that the closest to, oh God, Memento and Inception are both so fucking good. I mean, and both, I would say, if you like Inception and Memento, and you like romance, like a time no, love you yeah. is going to fit right in. Yeah. Like that. And I, why, I can't believe, I was like, oh, yeah, what are some confused, that, those movies, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, one thing I didn't say about Westworld, just FYI, it's about robots. So essentially, it's like, almost this like robot amusement park that people can visit. Um, But what's weird is but like- they look human. They look human. Yeah. And- um. They don't really know their robots, or some of them know their robots, but then some of them don't know their robots. And it's like, there's some crazy twists and reveals. Um, and I think the, the weird thing is too, is like, it starts over every day. Like, it's, you know what I mean? So there's like this like groundhog day feel yeah, to it. Yeah. It's really, really cool. I really liked the first season of Westworld. Okay. I really do think you would like Severance, and I think you should watch yeah, it. Yeah. That so. sounds really good. I didn't, I honestly, no one ever told me the plot. And that's, I fully thought it was just like an office, like a serious office. No, it is. And I just wasn't into that. Wild. Okay, cool. That sounds good. Okay. So the specific defiance of logic in a time called you is time travel and something else that I won't bring up because, like I said, I'm not going to give away that conceit. Um, So what's a time travel story that you've enjoyed? Whether it's like... Well, we, we get to K-drama stuff in a little bit. So let's, let's still stick in the, in the Western world for just a minute more. Mm-hmm. Something time travel that you've liked. So I'm going to answer the question, but also like indirectly not answer the question. Um, <laughs> so we've talked a little bit about the butterfly effect before on this podcast. That is a movie with Ashton Kutcher. Uh, basically he, I actually, it does, didn't his girlfriend die? So he tries to go back in time. It's like he changed one done. thing and then. Yeah, but d- isn't that why he just he went back even, in the first place? I don't, even I don't remember. remember. There's some reason it's all it's based on. A, I mean, it's a romance. Like he's he, it's it's he does everything for like the his, like the love of his life, and so he goes he figures out how time travel. He goes back in time to like save her or fix her. Or I, I forget. It doesn't really matter. Um, but yeah, he would change one little thing, and then there would be this like ripple effect. And that movie traumatized me. Like the fact that I can't. I just think about the one time where he, like, he finds her. He got back time. He thought he saved her. And he, like, finds her in some hotel. She opens up the door and she's, like, on death's door. She's, like, a, a serious drug addict. It's just, or you know, seriously addicted to drugs. And it is hor Like, there's so many things that he fucks up. Ugh. Anyway, so I constantly think about 
time like i think about that because i'm like how is that gonna affect what's going forward like my perfect stranger was like that that is a k-drama but same thing there was like ways that they were affecting the future and i just have to say though let's because this is what i was thinking about was how we haven't covered tale the nine tailed 1938 yet no i still haven't finished it and i have to but i have to tell you (laughs) the way that they handled time travel it's hilarious cracked me up because they're like they literally say in the drama Anything we do now, it doesn't affect the future. <laughs> They're just like, fuck it. We're not going to try and figure it out. No, they don't. Not gonna, they use no, no science at all. They use no science. And they're just like, you know what? You're just going to accept it. Because you know, watching this, you're only watching this to watch the, to the watch romance. E-Rong yeah. and Eon just like run around and be hot. Like, that's the only reason you're watching this. So we're not even going to try and pretend. <laughs> Like, this logically makes sense. We're just going to tell you that no- it doesn't affect the future at all. It's still the funniest, funniest way that I've seen anything, like, deal with time travel. What what was that? Because um, I would say in Western world, I don't really watch a lot of time travel. I never watched um, Outlander. I didn't either. Is, 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 did I, I didn't watch it or read it. Yeah, I didn't watch Outlander? it. Outlander? Yeah, I, I, you know, I'm not, I just was never really, I, I don't know. Time travel just wasn't like a thing that interested me, but for some reason, I just love how K dramas do it. I've, I've always enjoyed time travel. I mean, way, way back, you know, to Back to the Future when I was a kid. Oh, well, I love I mean, that. Back to the Future, but even, but even <laughs> like now, like, okay, so in case you don't know me, I'm a Marvel fan. Um, and the Disney Plus series Loki, which had two seasons, is all about time travel and like policing, like, you know, the branches of time and stuff like that. Um, and I, I love it. And they try to get sciency about it, which is also, you know, what I love because it's super nerdy. Um, and it's Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson and they're like the bromance you never knew you needed. Um, and then Kihei Kwan's in the second, second season. And it's just, it's, it's fantastic. But anyway, um, yeah, I love mind bendy, like time travel stuff like that. I, I like when they put rules with it because then things can get messed up. Right. There's a Michael Crichton book called Timeline that they made into a movie and the movie was not good, but the book itself was really good. I used to love Michael Crichton. Oh, books. yeah. I was I like read a them. Michael Crichton, like. Yeah. I was a big yeah, fangirl. Big, big fangirl. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember the book entirely because I read it like, you know, like probably 30 years ago. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, like stuff like where there's rules, like the butterfly effect, like if you step on a leaf, like that's going to change, <sighs> you know, the the entirety of, yeah. of the future. And I still think, of, I think about that sometimes where I'm like, you know, what if I had like waited and at, to like the next light to like walk across the street? Like how would that have affected like someone else? And what if they bumped into me? How will that affect the rest of their day? Like I think about these things all the time. Well, it's it's funny because my daughter is reading a book right now. She's listening to a book. So here's the fun thing. I, I just started working part time again at my local library, which I worked at before the pandemic. And I'm working there like one night a week. And it happens to be the same night that my daughter works there as a library page where she, you know, just puts carts of books away and stuff like that. Like the best the best high school job ever. So she just puts on her headphones and gets to listen to an audiobook. So I'm like, what are you listening to? And she's, uh, she went into my audible, um, to just see what I had. And I, I had just been talking about this Taylor Jenkins read book that I gave to someone as a gift called Maybe in Another Life. And it is, um, like her inspiration for the book is the movie Sliding Doors with Gwyneth Paltrow, if you ever saw that, which is like dual timelines. It's like the way that Sliding Doors happens is she comes home 
early from work or from something and finds her boyfriend having sex with another woman. And it follows like two different decisions that she makes, like to dump him or to oh, not dump him. Okay, I don't think um, I've ever or seen that. I think, no. I think one is she comes home early and one she doesn't catch him cheating. It's something like mm-hmm. that. So one is her life if she stayed with him and one is her life if she, you know, tossed him out on his ass. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this book is, is like that. And she's never read anything like this. And so she's like, this is bonkers. Cause like mm-hmm. it keeps going back and forth between the two timelines and like how vastly different her life is from making one decision, mm-hmm. um, in this book, which is either to like go home with her ex-boyfriend or not, which is a very similar thing. And she's like, it's just like, it's like whiplashing me, but like in a good way. Yeah. Um, and I just, yeah, I love, I love that kind of stuff. That's like, what if like one little decision changes everything? Mm-hmm. What's that movie with Keanu Reeves is it Keanu Reeves with like the letter in the, the mailbox? Lake House. The lake House. house. That's yeah, it. where they're in different they're in different times, but they're connected See, to the mailbox. And that, that was, like that's makes, so romancy, and I loved it. I know, but but those that like it makes my heart ache. Oh, because I'm like, oh, if they were at the same time, and they can never meet. Like it's just so like no, that ends happily. That one ends happily. It's it does, but I but yeah. but while you're watching it, I know it's like you're like how how could it? yeah they're but because uh-huh. they're not their timelines aren't that off. Like they're not like. You know, like generations apart or anything like that. Right. So I, I have never written a time travel romance. Have you? No, but I was asking that so that Leah could talk about her. I book know. That she just sold. So Leah is going to be writing a time travel book. So just y'all look out for it because well, she's um, writing it right now. Yeah, she is basically. Yeah, uh, and it's going to be awesome. It is. I cannot- it's a romance. It's Wait. yeah. I'm so excited. It's like Leah writes very interesting characters. Like they're characters that I just I don't think you read about a lot like she's just ha- she has a way of writing characters with very specific quirks and I was gonna say, just, she's a whiz at characterization she's yeah really and they nice. always feel very unique to me yes. and so i think i think this is actually really perfect for her and i think she's gonna nail it and i can't wait yeah so that and was, actually that was me trying to give leah a chance to to talk about her book but she's not here so we'll talk I about know. it for her we tried, Leah. I would love to write something with time travel. Like, I loved the book The Time Traveler's Wife, which I think is a really good comp for this drama. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would want to follow rules, and I feel like that would be so hard. Like, it, oh. hurts, it hurts my head to watch something like this, so I can't even fathom right. writing it. Yeah. So here's a question specifically for you, Megan. Yeah. <laughs> so you hated An Bo Hyun, a 35-year-old man, Playing himself as a teenager. <laughs> I hated it. <laughs> and see you in my 19th life. <sighs> what did you think of Junya Bin, a 34-year-old woman, playing both Han Jun-hee, a woman in her 30s, and Kwon Min-ju, a teenage girl? Yeah. So, okay. Here's the thing. <laughs> I don't think... I don't think An Bo Hyun was like ever a teenager. I think he just like was born a full-fledged 35-year-old man. Okay. <laughs> And we love him like that. Like I, we love him like I, that. I, I can picture like listeners like squirming as I'm asking that question, thinking like, "What does Megan hate about An Bo Hyun?" I know. No, I love him. I was just like, "Why are they putting him in a school?" I mean, he looks 35. He looks like, 35. I love him for it. I didn't like, care, but he looks 35. He's not Song Joon Ki with like this like baby face, baby face. You know what I'm saying? And and I that's why I love An Bo Hyun. He's I a love big he, manly man. He's like, a big manly man, and you put him. I'm sorry. It looked ludicrous. And he had to like throw a tantrum. And I was like, really? 35 year old Yan Bo Hyun is throwing a tantrum in a school uniform. Like, I'm sorry. I can't. I didn't like it. <laughs> Just didn't work. Whereas, um, whereas John Yo Bin, I, there was some, 
I don't know how she did it. I will be perfectly honest with you. I was like fucked up. I there were several times where I thought she was a it was a two different, different people. I thought it was a different actress, and I knew it wasn't. Like I was fully aware this is like the same actress. And I really, I don't know. I just think she was, well, they gave her a different haircut. They gave, like, she had a little bit of different hair. <laughs> she had bangs. Um, but there was something about, and I'm not saying that An Bo Hyun can't act, okay? No, I he just can't. Think but, like, it's the way he, there's no makeup you can put you, on yeah, him. There's no makeup you can put on him to make him look like a, like a 16-year-old. Like, <laughs> I am sorry. He is fucking 35. Whereas Jun Yo Bin could, she still had these, like, soft facial, facial features. She looks like she, like, her age is incredibly ambiguous in real life. Yes. I mean, honestly, I've seen her in real life and, or, you know what I mean? I've seen her at like an award show and I'm like, yeah, I, she could be 20 or 45. I mean, I have no freaking idea. Like she's just, so I, and, and there's just the way she played these two, um, she was playing two, oh my God, two distinct characters in one body. And it was like nuts. It was really nuts. And, um, that's really all I can say is that I was fine with it. And then, um, I don't, this isn't a spoiler, but Anyo Anyo Sup also plays both a teenager. Yes. And yeah, him, I, that's like, not a spoiler. You 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 see that. Um, I just didn't make this question about him because I was just so enamored with her. Oh, and incredibly, what she did. yeah. He he was he's a little bit of a different story, just based. Well, he's we'll also get there. he's also younger than he's younger, yeah, and he, he looks young. Yeah, like he looks young. Like in honesty, I'm like. Are you 18? Like, I mean, I, so in, in like real life, like, I, so just the whole thing, it was strictly on Bohyun. Like, it'd be like putting Gong Yu <laughs> in a school uniform and trying to make him look like a teenager and throwing a tantrum about like his like mean mommy. Like, yeah, I can't, <laughs> like, I can't, it just doesn't, I'm sorry, it doesn't work. No. So, but I honestly, just had to ask that though, because it cracked me up. Oh, she is, I mean, I, again, I knew it was the same actress. And yet there were there were several times I looked at the screen. I'm like, wait a minute. Did they put a different actress in there? That's how much she transformed herself yes. to play these two different people. Even so my daughter walked in the room when I was watching at one point and it was back in the 1998, you know, part of the drama. And I said, I said, you see that that like 17 year old girl right there? She's like, mm-hmm. yeah. I said that actress is 34 years old. She's like, no, she's not. I'm like, yes, yeah, she is. She's 34 years old. And like, she absolutely thought it was a teenager on the yeah, screen. Yeah, it's nuts. And and she she really nailed this role. I don't know if she will get nominated. I hope she does. I, I mean, the I can't I can't, the effort she put into this to play is amazing. Oh is amazing. amazing. I yeah, like She played I, essentially I like I bowed down to her cuz she was phenomenal. She played almost like three different roles basically. Yeah. She was so good. So what would be a good drama comp for A Time Called You? So another drama that uh, I have to, I always have to credit um, Grace from Afternoon Asks with this, because <gasps> she got us to watch Go Back oh, Couple. Yeah. Thank you for mentioning it. Yes. So Go Back Couple is a time travel romance, totally different spin. Like this is, you know, this is a, a, a you know, teenage romance into adulthood type thing, and Go Back Couple is a married couple on the brink of divorce who both travel back in time, both realize that each other are back in time, and they hate each other and try to avoid each other. And it's like this sort of, you know, re 
re-meeting of each other as yeah. college students. And it was just a beautiful, beautiful story. Um, there's something about time travel and romance. I don't know. Just those two together just really get me. Yeah. Um, I've said before, my perfect stranger, um, I would say the romance between like the quote leads was very weak and I was not into it. Um, but there's kind of like a secondary romance between like the leads parents because <laughs> she goes back in time and meets her parents as teenagers. And I love that. And I, it was kind of a neat murder mystery. I was sort of like, I, maybe I'm not really selling it because I was let down a little bit by the end, but I really did like the time travel aspect to this drama. Um, it had like a really cool small town feel. Uh, it was neat that they were trying to solve a murder mystery in the past. It was because essentially they like, well, they do that in this too. Yeah, they do it in this too. But yeah, but this was like, yeah, because it was like a murder in the past with like, they couldn't solve with like the technology right. that they had in the past. But then the guy from the future comes back and then they all think he's some sort of like weird, crazy person. And it's really, it's really good. Um, I like that a lot. And then I still haven't seen Twinkling Watermelon, right. but and from I what I've heard. To. Like people have been telling us and I really do want to watch that. Me too. I actually might, yeah, start that soon. But so, and I heard that that's really, really good too. So I would say both of those, if you're like really loving time travel <laughs> and you want to go on a time travel binge, those are probably pretty good. Yeah. All right, so now is the time for our K-pop wreck of the week before we get into our spoiler section. So, Megan, what do you have for us this week? All right, so ATs released a new album, and y'all know I love ATs. I am an ATNE. I uh, pre-ordered all three versions of the album. So the album is called The World Episode Finn will i don't know it, it, leah and i were like joking what? about yeah it's you gotta like look it up it's <sighs> k-pop albums their names are getting weirder and weirder by the minute but anyway so the single is called that the like main single that they're they release is called crazy form but i am going to recommend a different song and that's called silver light that is from the album and uh i like that song a little bit better than like the single i love the single but uh silver light just has like a really great groove and vibe to it and it like i was like listening to it in the car and it like filled me with like warm vibes and i was just like ah i'm just into it um yeah so i do recommend if you uh like ats or are looking for a new group to get into this this album was also interesting because they this is the first time or one of the first times that they've done unit songs uh so there's some songs in the album that's only by like two or three of the members uh together oh, and wow. i really love that yeah and they gave the main vocal jong ho a ballad and they've like poor jong ho is like this beautiful voice and they always give him these like bit parts where he has to sing high notes in these songs but they like gave him a full ballad by himself and i was really happy for him so yeah so yeah um i would check out silver light by ats awesome if you enjoy our podcast you have our patrons to thank at least in part afternoon of delight patreon allows us to keep creating content for y'all to enjoy Thank you so much to everyone who is supporting us there. And not to brag, but our Patreon community is pretty awesome. And you can join at a tier that feels good to you. Gain access to fun perks like K-drama posts, monthly Patreon-only bonus podcasts, and even a live K-drama support group on Zoom. Because we know firsthand what it's like to have no one to talk to about those crazy plot twists, amazing characters, and all those feelings. And look, 
no one should have to walk that walk alone. So learn more by visiting afternoonadelight.com. That's www.afternoonadelight.com. And hey, while you're on the website, you can check out Afternoon Delight podcast merch, find links to book recommendations, bop along to our K-pop recs, blow up your skin with K-merch recs, find all of our social media and a link to our email so you can send us recommendations or feedback. And hey, while you're at it, why don't you pop over to Spotify or Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review? It really helps with our discoverability. Gamsamnida. So, okay. Here's, okay. The part, here's, here's the part that turned into a headache. Not in a bad way, but like, guys, if you have seen this drama, you understand how hard it would be to try and recall this drama like three months later. So... We're going to oh dive my. into the spoiler section. Oh, God. A- Amy, just even scrolling through this. I know. <laughs> I know. I was like, how do I do this? And I was like, the only way I can do this is by starting chronological and like summarizing. Yeah. And I, so I just really- ha- hang yeah. in there with us, Please. basically. Yes. And if you like this drama, then you're going to love this discussion because we're going to really get into it. Right. If you have not watched A Time Called You and you don't want all of the mind-bendy non-logic to be spoiled for you, which you shouldn't, you really shouldn't want it spoiled, then hit pause. This drama is a fast watch. Like we said, it's only 12 episodes, all oh, under yeah. an hour. So you will not have to keep us on pause for too long because you mm-hmm. literally can like hunker down for like a day and a half and, and get mm-hmm. this done like I did. Because this is a very, like it's a swoony heartbreaking but also uplifting romance that will stay with you for a long time after the drama ends at least i think so otherwise you know hop on board the train to brain hurdy spoiler town we have (laughs) much to discuss so and we don't i don't normally like recap stuff before we talk about it but i feel like if you're listening and you haven't watched and you're just like i'm here for this wild ride like I got to put this in context for you all, you know? Yeah. And also, I don't think you it would just be very something confusing. Up. Yeah. Well, you, if you just, if you were like, what's your favorite scene? I'm like, where would I even, <laughs> how would I even describe? You know, I feel like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't just be like, well, this one scene where they kissed, like, it's like right. impossible. You need to like get into what the drama was about. So, right. And like, you know, when Nam Shi Hyun is in Yeon Jun's body and like, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah so much so here we go yeah all right a time called you actually starts in the past in 1998 where two school buddies on hyoseps yet unnamed character and june in q played by kong hoon are outside a record shop with on hyosup goading his friend to go inside and talk to the girl behind the counter on whom he has a crush but in q is super shy as is the girl so Hyosep's character is basically the only one who talks about ordering a cassette of a specific recording artist. Then we flash to the present, where Han Jun-hee, a very outgoing woman in her 30s, interacts with people at work. She looks exactly like the girl from 1998, but has a wildly different personality. She's heading out for the evening, and everyone thinks she's going on a date. But she's really going to the one-year memorial service for her boyfriend, Gu Yeon-jun, also on Hyosep, who died in a plane crash and who she is still grieving. So at, oh my. So at this point in the opening scenes, what did you think about who was who in each timeline? And were you confused? Yeah, so I always, I already said, like, I messaged you guys. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck's going on here. But like... Right, you did it. You were like... But but the fact that you were still interested, I was like, yes. hey, that's a good sign. So like, yeah. my first thought... As would be, I think, anybody's, if you did not read the blurb, 
is that that was her in the past. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, she just, you know, like, people can change. Like, especially people yes. who can, people go from, like, shy to outgoing all the time. I was people come painfully into- shy in high school, and I'm way more outgoing now. Um, yeah. So, like, I, I did not question it for a second. Yeah, until, and I was like, oh, that's really sweet. Until She's, I got to the end you know, of this episode, then I was like, what? I don't, I don't even know who, what's my name? Like, <laughs> am, I, am I in my body? I don't know. Yeah, well, speaking of that, we can keep going. Yeah. So, Soon after the opening scenes, Jun Hee is sent a photo from a random, so Jun Hee, so that's like in the present, the, yes. the outgoing woman in her 30s, is sent a photo from a random social media account. And in the photo are the three high schoolers from the record shop, posing like they are all besties. <laughs> Jun Hee recognizes Yeon Jun, but knows the girl is not her. And let, and let me interrupt yeah, please, what you have in the go, script, yes. because this is the thing. I'm like, oh, that's her in the photo. Right. Right? But then I was like, but maybe it's not. Like, did they just find another actress that looks a lot like her? Like, I was like, also not sure at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. But, okay. So, she knows the girl is not her and decides to sleuth out the girl's identity to prove to herself that Yun Jun only loved her because she looked like his first love from high school. And if she can prove that, she thinks she can move on. So at the first point, she's just like, oh, that girl really looks like me. Maybe that's why he fell in love with like me. Like, she was mm-hmm. jealous. Sort of. She was definitely jealous. Yeah, she was jealous. jealous. But her sleuthing leads her to the owner of the record shop, which is now a coffee shop, who informs her that the photo is from 1998. And the girl in the photo, his niece, was murdered soon after the photo was taken. So two things are revealed here. The girl in 1998 is not our present-day heroine, as far as we know. The boy who looks like Yun Jun can't possibly be him because Yun Jun would have been 11 in 1998. So, so <laughs> like, this is, this is me at the end. I was like, what the hell is happening here? I, at this point, I had no, I will just tell you right now, I didn't have a prediction. <laughs> I didn't have a guess. I was like, I don't fucking know. I am on this roller coaster. Clear, like, I'm, I'm on the roller coaster though. Like, the safety bar is down. I'm going down the hill, the loops come in, and I'm just bracing. Because I had no, I had no idea at this point. Did you? No, I didn't. I had no idea. And the most fun thing when I had finished and you were first watching is like, you kept messaging me predictions. I'm like, it's never going to be what you think it is. Like, right. You're and never going to get it. <sighs> okay. So yeah, at this point, neither of us knew, right? We didn't know what was no. going on. And I... <laughs> Uh, I was like, what? It's not him or her? Like, yeah, and I'm hell? pretty sure I watched like the first several like really quick because I was like, uh, one thing too is I kind of personally, if I just watch like one episode of a drama and then get distracted, I often don't go back to it. I really need to be fully invested in the world um, before I kind of like stop watching. So often I'll wait to start a drama when I have like a good three hours, like I'll like at bedtime you know what i mean i'll just like binge until midnight and that's the way this one was so back in 1998 we find out that the young june doppelganger is nam shi hyun he like our present day june he is super outgoing and basically tries to woo minju on behalf of inq but of course minju falls for him instead and shi hyun rejects her because he's not going to go for his best friend's girl right Mm -hmm. And things get pretty bonkers for me here. <laughs> Minju seemingly gets hit by a car at 
like the end of an episode, right? At the same time that Jun He, our present day heroine, is listening to a cassette tape in a Walkman, which is an anonymous gift she received, while riding a bus. She falls asleep listening to the song on the cassette, Gather My Tears by Seji Wan. Mm-hmm. And when she wakes up, she is in Minju's body and thinks that Shi Hyun is Yeonjun. But, yeah, but, also, I'm sorry, let me just yeah. add, okay, so Minju is the shy teenager. Yes. Minju, did, shy teenager, yeah. Jun He, present-day, outgoing 30-something woman. Yeah, so so there's a car accident, and all of a sudden, the body of Minju gets up, and but it's Jun He in her body. <laughs> Except, and she sees Shi Hyun and thinks it's Yeonjun. Yeah. Thinks it's her dead love. But then all of a sudden starts to get Minju's memories. <laughs> this was wild. The fact that she had Minju's memories. Why? And she started to think that her life is, because once she finds out that Shihyun is not Yeonjun, yeah. she's like, maybe my existence as Han Jun Hee was a dream, and I'm really Minju. Yeah, she's like, she doesn't know what's going on anymore. She's like, I guess I'll just be Minju. And I think that that was kind of like that, like her, ra- she's in a, she's, she's trying to rationalize what happened to right. her. <laughs> because she has these very vivid memories, but she, but it makes no sense because here's this guy in front of her who looks exactly like the love of her life who died in a plane crash. And his name is not even like remotely close. Yeah. And you have in here, Minju was, like, in the head? <laughs> I, I read, I read, I read somewhere when I was reading every cut, they were, call, they were calling it her brain cave. Yeah, <laughs> so Minju was, like, in the brain cave of her own She's body. In prison, yeah. So she could, like, see out, and sometimes she would, like, they could talk to each other, like, she could talk to, Junhee could, like, talk to Minju, where Minju was in the brain cave sometimes. It was, it was, <laughs> it was, it was two souls in one body. Oh my body, god, now that yeah. we are talking about two it. Two souls in one body and one head control. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, this is basically like alchemy of souls. Yeah. Without the fantasy. Oh my god, this is wild. Now that we're talking about it, I realize how crazy this was. I know to say these things out loud, I feel like I need some psychiatric therapy. Right. Like, like, cause I'm not making sense, but this is the story. Right. Okay, right. so you, we've got two people in one body. Right. Okay. So yeah, so Minju is basically trapped in her own head because Jun Hee has a stronger personality and took over. Right. <laughs> I mean, if you have not watched this drama and you are still listening, <laughs> there's no way. They're I like, mean, slow clap. To like, you I'm, I'm if you have not like <laughs> driven off the side of the road if you're in a they're car. Like, I have or, better things to do than or, listen, or just like fallen down. <laughs> Then to listen to brain caves. Oh. oh my god! I know. I'm I'm exhausted just thinking about this. Yeah. Okay. So what follows is a lot. Mm-hmm. June he lives as Minju, and starts to feel guilty because she's falling for Nam Shihyun because a part of her still believes that she's Han Jun He, a woman mourning her dead lover. Shihyun feels guilty because he knows Inq is in love with Minju, but he's falling for post head wound Minju himself. Because <laughs> she's, she's a, a different, totally different person. Yeah, now she's like outgoing. Um, she's like courageous. Like she's just everything. Min- which I feel poor Minju. <laughs> like 
<laughs> I, I know. Honestly. Well, and we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll, we will. Because, yeah. yeah. But, like, to top it all off, we find out that Minju wasn't hit by a car, but was attacked and basically, like, bludgeoned, mm-hmm. not to death. Um, so somebody is out to possibly kill her. Mm-hmm. Did you think that we were going to have a murder mystery in this drama when you started it? No. Not at all. Not <laughs> I did not see that coming. No. So I, I was... I mean, honestly, this drama is only 12 episodes. And even like four episodes in, I was like, I don't know anything anymore. Yeah. But I loved it. Like, I loved being in that like place of like, there's going to be a big reveal that's going to be like Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, like bonkers. And it was. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I. I (laughs) So, yeah. Before the big reveal. Yeah. How did you feel about Junhee starting to catch feelings for her dead boyfriend's doppelganger? Okay, so this is where I actually found this kind of interesting because he's like 16, maybe? 17. So she's supposedly a 30 year old woman and over 30. Over 30. Yeah, 30. Like, like mind. And she's falling for this like 17 year old, but the way. But she does have the teenage memories. Hold on. I'm going to defend this. I know. This is why it's not Goblin. I know, because I, I knew you were going to go Goblin. Here. I know. This is the way, this is why it worked. Because she had, see, I feel like this is why they did the Minju, I'm not sure why they did the Minju memories. Well, I th- there's a lot of reasons. Actually, no, I do know why they did the Minju memories, like, that she remembered. You know what I mean? But I, at this point, she was almost convinced she was Minju. She was she like, was. she was like, oh, I'm a teenager. Okay, that other person didn't. Yeah, that must have been a dream that I was like this 30 year old woman with like a dead boyfriend. Like that must have been a dream. So she, because she has like Minju's memories in her, she's convinced she's also like a 16 year old girl. And in a way, she did act. This is so strange. It's a little bit like Mr. Queen, where he's like two people at the same time. Yes. So that's the way this kind of was because she was Jun Hee. Like, she had Junhee's personality, but she was, like, Minju, kind of, like, emotionally, intellectual. Well, she was really smart, but she wasn't, like, 30-year-old woman smart. She was no, like, like, she didn't have all her memories of being Han Junhee. No, she like, still... She was starting... She she didn't... The only thing she could remember of Han Junhee was Yun Jun, and then when yeah. she Hyun wasn't Yun Jun, she's like, oh, I'm probably this Minju. Yeah, I mean, then. she still needed a math tutor. Like, she's still... You know what I mean? She was, like, a high school... <laughs> so it worked because of that. But there was always something about her, though, that she seemed like an old soul. Like, she seemed, like, older than she was. But she, yeah, she had kind of, like, in her mind, she was like, oh, I am, I am Minju. And I don't know why I'm different. Maybe it was because I got hit in the head. I don't, I don't know. I'm I'm just different. So it worked for me because of that. And I will, I will defend this. I will. Because if you watch the drama and, like, you, you are, you are paying attention, you're following what she's thinking, it's not creepy because she no. truly does believe she is like a 17 year old girl. Agree. Agree. And she also doesn't like hit on him. <laughs> no, no, it's not. She's like, just there's like, no, like, there's no like grooming or anything No, she like finds that. herself feeling affection towards him. And see, I, I, this is the thing. I remember you had said to me that you felt like this was contemporary faded mates. Yeah. And I agree. And, and so everything about, about, and that's, again, this is why K-dramas do romance so well. They're, everything about this romance felt like they were like fated to be together. And, and all the 
pieces click together because I'm, I, you didn't write an answer for this. So I'm going to make you answer it off the cuff okay. because this is going to be so, so here's the big reveal. Yeah. Okay. It's not her dead boyfriend's doppelganger. Right. Shi Hyun and Yun Jun are also not the same people. Explain. How the hell was Jun Hee in love with Shi Hyun the whole time? Wait, wait, what? <laughs> okay. So I just asked you how you felt about her falling for her dead boyfriend's doppelganger, yeah. right? Yeah. But it's not her dead boyfriend's doppelganger, right? No, you're right. It was not. Nam Shi Hyun no. is not Yun Jun. Right. Except he is. Yeah. He's. <laughs> Can you explain it or do you want me to? No, you there? go there. <laughs> My okay. head already hurts. Okay. So here's the thing. Okay. So what we figured out and what it, what, what is finally totally clear is that Jun Hee does bounce back to 2023, right? Mm-hmm. And it's when that happens that she realizes, okay, I did just time travel. Something about this song in this Walkman, I time travel. Yeah, because she listens to it again and then all of a sudden is like back in her body. It, yes. at like a 30-year-old woman and she's like, holy shit, that was real. That was real. Okay. So what we find out through a series of events, because who's been giving her, who gave her this picture? Who gave her this Walkman? Why is somebody like coercing her to travel back in time? Like, what is this all about? And we see this faceless man with a limp with a cane. in the shadows, you know, like <laughs> shadowy figure, this shadowy figure, this man with a limp. Yeah. And it turns out that the shadowy figure, the man with the limp is Nam Shi Hyun. And here's here's the thing. So there's a point, I think it's like, uh, I had the year written down. Okay, so here's what happens. Nam Shi Hyun gets into a bus accident while listening to the same song on the Walkman. Um, and this is, this is like a little bit later, but not too much later in the timeline. But it's... So it's like after school, I think he goes to the U.S. for a little bit, as people do in K-dramas. And then he comes back, and he's on a bus, and he's listening to the same song, and the bus gets into an accident, and he wakes up in the hospital, which at first makes total sense, because he was just in a bus accident. <laughs> but people are calling him Yun Jun and not Shi Hyun. Mm-hmm. And the year he finds out is 2007, where he was still in like the 90s or at least the very early 2000s when this happens. And when he wakes up and people start calling him Yunjun and he remembers that name from when Minju woke up and said her name was Oh yeah, was Han Jun Hee and he, and, and he was Yunjun. Yeah. And she tried she tried telling them that she was a time traveler They're like, "Okay, you know." He is like, "Holy shit, she was telling the truth. I am Yunjun. I am it." So he vows right then when he wakes up in this guy Yunjun's body, that he is going to make all of the things that she said already happened, happen. He is going to find a way to meet her uh-huh. and fall in love with her because he is in love with her. Uh-huh. Right? He never got to really, really declare his love for her because he was trying to hold back because of NQ. But now he's in this guy, Yun Jun's body, and realizes, I'm in love not with Minju. I'm in love with Han Jun Hee, who is in Minju's body, and now I have to find Han Jun Hee in this timeline. Mm-hmm. Does he remember where she she said she went to college? Is mm-hmm. that what like, I think he remembers during- where she went to school, and he or he somehow he finds her, and then yeah, that he finds like, her in college and starts like bait, and he like, pursues he, her, and he pursues her, and you see like all these memories that she was having of like her time with Yun Jun earlier in the drama. 
you see that he basically orchestrated their meeting because he's Nam Shihyun. And so basically what she learns in the present timeline, when she finally comes face to face with the shadowy figured limping man and sees him and she's like, who are you? Are you Nam Shihyun or Yun Jun? And she learns that it was Nam Shihyun the whole time. Right. That the guy she fell for back in 1998 was her, the love of her life who died in a plane crash. All the same guy. Right. So I just have to tell you. So it's not just time traveling people. No. It's time traveling body, body habitation. Body swapping like crazy. Not even swapping because there's the mind it's cave. True. So like when he was in Yun Jun's body, Yun Jun was still in his coma head. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh my God. So I have a couple messages that I had written to Amy. Uh, okay. And I have to... I have to sell you. So I, I, I don't wrote, even know. I don't even know what I just said, by the way. I don't even. I just, you know, <laughs> I'm getting confused all over again. <laughs> I, I, I got to All of a sudden, my head just started spinning. But I just want to read the message that I wrote, Amy. So I said, I'm on episode six. I like a time. This is before the body swap back to to into young. This is before the bus crash. Okay, so I said, I like a time called you, but I really need something true <laughs> and some sort of revelation to come soon. I said, right now, it's just a lot of school scenes. And I said, I just want some truth or some well, that's like- that's right. I made you watch a school drama. Yeah, you did. I said, <laughs> I, we just need some sort of truth nugget. We seem, we seem due. Okay, and you wrote back and basically you were like, look, be patient. I, I get it. I get it. And then- the- the next thing I write you, I go, he just woke up out of a coma as Kuyun Jun. I'm screaming. <laughs> I said, I love this. Don't tell me anything. I just need to lose my mind in your DMs. And then I said, it's like goblin-esque. And then, and then I said, I think this is funny. I was a little bored in episode six. Then episode seven hit me like a bus on a wet road. <laughs> so... Can I give, I do, well, we didn't even get to this part. All right. I, I mean, do whatever you want to do. It's fine. Do whatever. I, I, cause I'm sitting here thinking, I don't even really understand. Cause ne- then there's two, there's two Shihyuns because Shihyun in present day meets up with young Shihyun in Yunjun's body. Oh, God, that, yeah. So they, they, we will get to that. Okay. But yeah. So, so you, I don't even know how to explain. I don't know how to explain either. So. So yeah, this is like, so we know that Yunjun died in a car crash, like in present, present day. So you have to realize we're still not in present day yet when he wakes up from a coma. This is like when she's in college and they meet. So this is what I said then. I Yunjun, said, Yunjun didn't die in a car crash. She died in a plane crash. Oh, sorry. That's in what I meant. Day. Yeah. The car crash, the real Yunjun gets in a car crash and then Shihyun wakes up in his body. So I don't know why I said this. So so prediction when he dies in the airplane crash he transfers back into si hyun's body which explains all his injuries from the bus crash is that yes okay so here's here's what i think is that what i so stick that's stick what i with said us at here. the time stick with us here while we try and logic this out okay okay so she hyun nam she hyun gets in a bus crash but we don't know what happens to him from the bus crash because he wakes up as yun jun right he wakes up in yun jun's body right but event, but that, but that Shihyun still has to go on and live if he didn't die in that bus crash, which he didn't. So that's the Shihyun who is the shadowy figure in present day with the limp. Cause he's the one who lived out his life from the bus crash. Yeah. And why does he not? What's the reason though? Isn't he in a coma for a while after the bus crash? 
I don't know. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, how does he... I don't know. I don't know. This is where I'm lost. Folks, those of you who are listening, if you just watched, please message us and tell us what we're missing here. Because that's the part that even in my researching last night, I could not logic out. Because what did... There's the the Shihyun who existed in his regular timeline. And then there's the Shihyun who time travel i no. i so i think the reason like shihan didn't come to her for a while is yeah he was like in a coma and then he had like intense like physical therapy remember he was like very yunjun had to die in the plane crash for shihan to go back into his own body right okay that's what i think it is okay because he has to have all the memories because it's one shihan god oh my god okay so speaking of explaining, the Shihyun yunjun body inhabitations brings us an unexpected cameo from rowoon as the real Yeonjun's crush. This is also Amy's and probably everyone else's only major quibble with the drama. We get a, remember, this is Yeonjun. This is like not Seehyun in Yeonjun's body. This is just an And innocent- I was telling Megan this. I was like, I have a major quibble that I can't tell you about you can't, until yeah. you watch it. Yeah. So we get a sweet moment of two gay men admitting their feelings by holding hands in the car, only for them to crash and for Yeonjun to end up in a coma while his crush, our floppy haired Rowoon, dies how do you feel about this scene i feel like this drama was punishing the gays yeah i was so irritated and you know what as soon as it happened it was a pitch perfect drama except for that yeah like that was it so you had said i have a quibble but you're like i can't tell you and you couldn't you couldn't have said oh well the gay people die (laughs) you couldn't have said that i would have known like you know what i mean yeah uh and yeah and the thing is what did we just watch where they did the same thing no no Bronte watched this and and spoiled it for Leah. Oh, I know, but we had just watched another drama where they did the same thing. They like killed. Oh, it was um. Oh, 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 oh. Um. Oh, my lovely liar. My lovely liar. So they, yeah. So I they, was made, kinda, they made they made the gay guy a murderer. Yeah, they made quick, the gay character a murderer. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, you know, and then we have this, and I guess what 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 pissed me off, and you too, because we said this. It was like they confess their they literally confess their feelings. They hold hands for the first time. They look at each other with loving eyes. And, and then, then they die. And then they die. It's like they're punished for confessing yeah. their feelings and holding hands in the car. And I was like, this is, I didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. No, and I don't <laughs> think that was the drama's It wasn't. It wasn't. By any but, means. But, but we need to be aware of what we're doing. It's us. It's us with our Western yeah. progressive views looking at something coming from a society that it, is more conservative and trying to sort of like, you know, just kind of eke in representation here and there. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think that was probably the goal was to have representation, mm-hmm. but we got rid of the representation. Yeah, can we not kill them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please. So, so yeah, yeah. That was yeah, my yeah. major quibble about the drama. Yes. That was, and it was pretty much my only quibble. Other than it being confusing, it was my only quibble. Yes. So. Oh boy. Yeah. Okay. We're still not done. We're not even close, guys. Okay. <laughs> so there are two ways from here on out that both Shihyun and Junhee try to mess with the timeline. When Shihyun gets into a bus accident while listening to the same song and wakes up, you know, is in Yeonjun's body, he realizes that Minjun was telling the truth and he's going to do everything he can to, you know, basically make his way to Junhee, fall in love and have the romance that right. they're supposed to have. Right? He's determined to live as Yeonjun and create the timeline of their romance because he's in love with her. Meanwhile, Junhee, now knowing that Junhee and Minju are two different people and she knows that Minju gets murdered, her, she's determined to stop Minju's murder. 
and to stop NQ from going to prison for it because that's a whole other thing is that NQ confesses to murdering Minju and it looks like he murdered Minju. Okay. Shit just gets crazier. Oh my God. From here. Okay. So Shihyun in Yeonjun's body after having his romance with Junhee is ready to board a plane to New York because they basically have just had a falling out because she took a job in New York and he didn't want to split up. So he's ready to, you know, after she leaves her to New York, he doesn't want to be without her. So he's ready to go chase her to New York, mm-hmm. right? At the airport. But we already know, right? We already know that's how mm-hmm. Yeonjun dies. He so dies we know he's her. like sitting there Watch. and he's going to die. Ready to go die, right? Shihyun in Yeonjun's body. At the airport, Shihyun in Yeonjun's body is approached by full timeline present day Shihyun with the limp. Okay. The one who lived the timeline after Minju's murder back in Shihyun's body after this, <laughs> right? So he, Hi. I don't even know. And he tells when they are Shihyun, talking, I'm, I'm Yeonju- screaming. Weren't you? I, I'm like about yeah, to throw I was like, up. What is going on? <laughs> so full timeline mm-hmm. Shihyun, who knows everything, right? Tells Shihyun as Yeonjun that he will die if he gets mm-hmm. on the plane. But if he doesn't get on the plane. Junhee will never travel back in time because the only reason she does is because of him dying and getting all these strange, you know, gifts and stuff. And then they will actually never meet. Right. He has to get on the plane. He has to get on the plane and die. And that's the only way that, uh, that then, that the real Yeonjun can get his body back too. Right. Yeonjun will die, but it'll, no, so Yeon, does Yeonjun die then? He doesn't get his mm-hmm. body back. Like the actual young yeah. June would no, die. She, 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 has never, he, he's still yeah. in like that, the body with the, the, the bus crash. He's had a lot of crashes, but I mean like the real right. young June then da, da, dies. Yeah. Dies. The, yeah like <laughs> died. Finally. Okay. So, okay. So yeah. <laughs> so what did he do? Yeah. He gets on the plane. Yeah. And you message me <laughs> when this happens. I do, have to, I do have to read these messages because this is really funny. So first I said, is getting on a flight you know will crash, but you have to in order to meet the love of your life. Is that the new tunnel of love and the flying knives hell bridge? Because <laughs> it's not just yeah. that he will die. Yeah. And then you said, yes, yes, it is. And I said, but, <laughs> but my only, <laughs> so my only thought is like, he knew the plane was going to crash. So like, fuck the rest of the passengers right like fuck the other like 200 people but you were also okay yeah and i was it. like it's still romantic and i don't care i said i'm just going to pretend it's a private jet and you said <laughs> how is he going to stop it from happening who would believe him and then she said you said i never once considered the other passengers oh my god no but then i but then in me i'm just like it's so romantic he's gonna go die but really he's killing, he's killing Yeonjun. Yeonjun. and then he also he and everybody else zero the people this plane is gonna crash <laughs> he's just like fuck it i gotta meet the love of my life sorry people <laughs> and then and the, but then i said no one would believe him we learned this from final destination there you go <laughs> if anyone's seen the movie final destination he has like a premonition that the plane is going to crash and he starts freaking out and he's like the plane's going to crash the plane's going to crash and they're like sit down what the hell is wrong with you and he's like losing his mind and um no one believes him but he gets kicked off the plane because you cannot create a disturbance like that 
Uh, and then some other of his, like, cl- he's in high school. Some other of his classmates get kicked off with him. Um, and they're all so mad at him. They're like, I can't believe it. They were, like, going to go to this, like, trip to Greece. or I mean, it was like, it was like a great trip. And they're in the, in the airport sitting, you know, they're at the gate pissed off at him and the plane takes off and blows up and they're like and then death tries to write it for the what rest is of the saying movie. yeah so young june yeah. was just like it's final destination I, I, I there's no point in telling anyone that's what we're gonna but it was just so funny when you right. you said i'm like i did not you're like i legitimately for a second <laughs> didn't think of anybody else but june like, he and she hyun he's just like in line boarding this plane with like with like families and he's just like fuck it i'm going to die we're going to die people like Oh, gosh. I know. You know, I will suspend mm. my disbelief for a good romance. I know. Was In honesty, a great romance. I was like, whatever. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's like, you know, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to hold it against the drama. It's fine. <laughs> Kill the gays, we get pissed. Kill 250 yeah. people on a flight. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> like that, that is what got me. I was like, hey, kill two gay people. It was like a if it was a plane actually you killed one gay you killed yeah. one gay person and one was in a coma if, you, if it was a plane full of gays i would have said more <laughs> <laughs> i totally would have been outraged if it was a plane full of gays <laughs> it was like a drag brunch you know <laughs> plane uh just kidding but yeah oh anyway my gosh yeah well i'm glad i'm glad i brought that up we just want to talk the whole time and not have brought that up. So, I mean, it was so funny because I, I was like, oh, I'm a huge asshole. <laughs> it was so funny when you're like, I didn't, didn't think even, about that. Didn't even occur to me. <laughs> and that's not usually something that would occur to me. Like, I don't know why. I'm the type of person that would just be like, oh, my God, I, know, I wouldn't even thought of about that. Like, I'm surprised I thought of it because yeah, normally I that's not something I would clue into. Nothing. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Okay, let's keep going. We... Ha- Okay, we don't have too much more. (laughs) Okay, in order to prevent Minju's murder, which also happens due to a time-traveling murderer. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Jesus (laughs) Christ. Junhee, Shihun, and Inkyu decide the tape must be destroyed. The tape is what they were able to travel back in time with. Yeah. Uh, The tape must be destroyed so that no one, not the murderer who is inhabiting his brother's body to kill Minju, oh my god, or anyone else can ever time travel. Doing so will erase Junhee and Shihyun from ever meeting, but it will save Minju's life and eventually Shihyun's life, since the murderer kills him (laughs) in present day too. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, my God. Because of his obsession <laughs> with Junhee Minju. Shihyun and Junhee, as Minju, have one lovely day together before losing each other forever. So, yeah, that that is, I forgot about that. So, he, oh, my God. This is a lot like my perfect stranger. Yeah, so Shihyun does get murdered then. Like, the one. Yeah, so there's this character, Oh Chan Young. Yeah. Who. Oh, my God. Who basically. Um, it is in, in high school times, his body is being inhabited by his little brother from the future coming back mm-hmm. to kill Minju mm-hmm. because he's like obsessed with her. He's, basically. he's upset, but he's obsessed with like Jun Hee, I think in present day. Right. But he's also, he's like a total like psychopath. Like he like, you know, like we see him as a little kid, like he likes to hurt animals. Yeah. And, like it was very, like just, 
creepy like obsession with like it's like the opposite of save the cat it's like kill the cat like you want to save a cat to like prove someone's a good person and you want them to kill a cat to prove that they're bad basically right and this is a bad person in every timeline but he also like is using the tape to go back and inhabit his brother's body to kill Minju. Right. So she basically has to save, she has to save Minju and essentially Shihan. She has to yeah. save both of them. So two people oh are going to get saved. Okay. But their well, love then, is going to die. Right. Two, but also, but also, if they never meet, then, then Shihan as Yunju never gets on that plane. And maybe right. we can, maybe we can hope that in this alternate world that Yunjun and floppy-haired Rowoon don't get punished for being gay. That's what we like to think. Yeah. So, uh. so here's so again going going back to my um going back to my my Marvel obsession. Right. So so for those of you who are Marvel fans like me, at the end of Infinity War and Endgame are the last two with like the the main Avengers, right? And at the end of Infinity War, which is the penultimate, second to last, a lot of people get poofed out, right? Because Thanos snaps his fingers to get rid of like the extra universe population so that, you know, he thinks he's a hero because he's the villain who's the hero of his own story. And when he snaps his fingers, the way that people disappear is they start like basically turning into ashes and like right. floating away, which is exactly what happened. So June, mm-hmm. they destroy the tape. NQ burns the tape mm-hmm. and the Walkman. June, he wakes up in present day and she's in her apartment and the whole thing just starts to change. Like pictures start fading away. The decorations of the place start like her whole life. And she's watching it happen and she's sobbing hysterically. I'm sobbing hysterically. Yeah. Um, Cause she knew this all- was going to happen. She, has- she knew this was going to happen she has- and she experiences the loss before she forgets, which I thought was like tragic and beautiful. Like I just loved the way that they did it. Me I too. Really did. I love that because we, they, yeah, they had one day, they were like teenagers. So it was like yeah. they both knew what was going on, but they were in the timeline of them being teenagers, but they both were very, were aware. And they had like one day where they just like did fun stuff together. But it kind of drove me crazy because I was like, I don't, it was a little bit like the Alchemy of Souls. Well, don't give away anything. In yeah, Souls. but there was, okay, there was like a scene in Alchemy of Souls where like two characters knew that bad shit was going to happen, but they had like one day to really like be in love with yeah. each other. And same thing, like I cried, the same thing here. But yeah. yeah, the fact that it like disintegrated all around her and that she's like crying and then all of a sudden she doesn't remember why, she doesn't she's, know crying why she's crying. Yeah. Is wild. Yes. And I'm crying. Like I'm, I felt I the was loss. a mess. Oh my God. The romance for as disjointed as this drama sounds, <laughs> the romance worked. The romance yes. absolutely worked. And I think that that is great. It shouldn't have worked, I would say. I, I think, I think it's maybe a, it, the, the two leads had really good chemistry. I will say that. They did. And that's probably one of the reasons it, it did so. It was just so believable that they cared for each other. They were very real characters. They were relatable. They were pretty likable. I think this was a drama that didn't want to give us an unlikable character as well. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, this drama was like, we're going to give you enough. So we're going to just give you two likable people (laughs) who fall in love. uh, Because they were. They were extremely likable. And so despite all the timeline changes, despite all the craziness, I was, I stayed for the romance. And the romance delivered. 
It really did. Oh, it was gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Like if you are looking for just, I think it was a pitch perfect romance. I really do. And there, there are people, cause as I was like, re, cause I was going in some deep dives, like after I, I finished this drama, just to like, what, is, what are people saying about it? And there are some people who are big fans of the, the Taiwanese original who didn't think that Anya Sup was, had like an, had like the emotional depth needed for this character. And I was like, are you yeah, I don't, kidding I, me? Yeah, like, I thought he did he great. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And she, I mean, she was unbelievable. She, she had to carry the drama. Yes. It was because it was her story. It was her story. She absolutely had to carry the drama and she absolutely carried it. Like we kind of yes. talked about how Rain or Shine was Lee Jun Ho's drama. This was yes. Jun Yo Bin's drama. And yes. she, absolutely 100% killed it. I mean, I will think about her performance and the fact that she had to play three, like you realize, she, she, it, again, it was a lot like Mr. Queen. Mr. Queen, same thing. Shin Hei Sun had to play like three characters, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, like An Hyo Sup was the same guy the whole he time. He was. We didn't know that. But I mean, yeah. he really, he actually was. He was always Nam Shi Hyun, right? I mean, he did play a teenager and an adult, but for most of the drama, it was him as, uh, as Shi Hyun in, in 1998. <sighs> All right, we're, we're, we're long on time here, but we have to talk about the ending? Minju. We have, we oh. have, yeah, we have to talk about Minju and, and the whole suicide aspect of this because. Okay. I, I think it's important. Okay. Um, cause Minju at one point when, when Han Jun Hee goes back and she's trying to save Minju, at one point when Han Jun Hee goes back, she's the one in Minju's brain cave. Yeah. She's stuck and Minju is like, so Shihan loves you. I'm going to live because she's there trapped in the brain cave at first, Minju, watching everybody like her better with Junhee's mm-hmm. personality. Mm-hmm. And it is devastating to watch, mm-hmm. to watch this it poor, is. shy girl, this insecure girl who gets rejected by her first love, find out that everybody likes her better when she's really not herself. And so she decides that she's going to try and live as Junhee. Yeah. <laughs> and, but she's, she can't. She can't. Because she's a different person. Right. She's a different person. And so eventually she is so, so distraught over this. And she finds out that Chen Young wants to kill her. And she's like, do it, man. Yeah. Do it. Like she goes with him to this she abandoned does. building yeah. where he's going to inject her with something. I don't know if it was the injection that would kill her or if the injection would just paralyze her. Yeah, I don't know what he was trying to do. Because like, he was like... Oh, I forgot. Weird. He liked to... Yeah, he liked to like, torture people. He just wanted yeah, to like, see so what happened. Like, weird. Yeah, he was like really... He was very yeah. strange. Um, And she was all for it. Mm-hmm. And she wanted she wanted him to kill her. But then at the last minute, June, he comes back into the body mm-hmm. and stops it from happening. And in Q's there trying to save her. And then Minju kills herself. Anyway, yeah. right? Yeah. And so do you remember, like, I, I do, but I, I wanted to toss it to you for a little bit. Like, why did, so Minju wanted Chen Yang to kill her, Jun He thwarts it or whatever. So then she kills herself. Right. Why does NQ say that he killed her rather than letting her, letting it be a suicide? That's wild. Like, NQ loved her. For a long time, you weren't really sure if NQ was, like, on the up and up. I think they were definitely, they definitely threw in a bunch of red herrings to try to make you think that NQ was, like, the bad guy, but he wasn't. He just really loved Minju with all his heart. And so he was willing. And he even knew, he even knew when Han Jun He was there, he knew that wasn't the real Minju. Like, he, he knew. Right. Yes. He knew all along. Um, and I think he maybe felt, like, partially responsible. Like, I think he had some, like, guilt or something but also he uh, as far as i remember he just didn't want anyone to think she committed she 
she decided to end her life. Like he wanted to, I, that's crazy to me though, that he would like be like, yeah, sure. Well, she, she also said that this is, she's like the only way people are going to remember me. Oh. Is if something terrible happens. I do remember that he did. Cause then she, cause she was like, I want people to know my name. I want people to know who I am. And he was like, all right, I'll make sure they do. I'll make sure. Cause if it was suicide, it would have been shamed. They would have been shamed. It would be shamed. You're right. And that was it. She was murdered. She was murdered. She would have been infamous. Yeah. You're right. You're right. That was it. Which is terrible. Yeah. He wanted to give her that. He wanted to get, he wanted to, he did. All she wanted was to be noticed. It was hard though. I did feel for Minju. Um, I would say that that was the only part of the drama. That was like the part of the plot and characterization where I'm just like, <sighs> she seemed to like, I didn't, her like issues seem to be like, okay, she's okay now. It's like, is she? <laughs> Are we sure? Well, and that, that was it. So like, so like what you see, like, so in the present, we've got Chen Young with the, with the cassette and we've got like basically like a battle going on of like hopping back and forth. Very and back inception. And forth. Very yeah, inception. Very inception. Back and forth and back and forth. And finally, finally, like the police catch Chen Young before he's able to go back in time and um and kill Minju right. and then Jun He saves her basically by in her head saying you just need to have less expectations of the world right so you're not disappointed I, have I was to- like so that's her therapy I know I was like that's a weird lesson like I remember thinking I was like is this what we're going with Okay, I mean, I, I don't necessarily think that's how she saves her from. That's how she saves her from taking I her mean, life in the final in the final moment. Because they keep going back, like yeah, I mean, she's dead. She's not right. Dead. She's dead. She's not. I dead. mean, I guess like she's not wrong, but I'm not sure if that's what's going to help a teenager not fall off a bit, like leap I, off a building. She needs some therapy. She, she needed some therapy. Yeah, like like here's the thing. I will believe that Minju lives happy, happily ever after if she gets some trauma counseling and some therapy. Yes. Because honestly, what happened to her is freaking, like the romance is great, but that poor Minju was like a body. She was like a vehicle for a long time. And she was just in a brain right. cave. Can you imagine? Right. And then, so what's going to happen now if the time travel never happens? Will Minju even remember that lesson. You know what I mean? Well, I know, but I feel like she only needed the lesson because, because of the, of the trauma. <laughs> I know. You know, guys, you don't, I, I'm right? so tired. This job is so exhausting, but I love it. I love it with all my I know. heart. Well, let's talk about the ending then. Okay. And then, and then I think we're good. Yeah, we are. <sighs> oh, other than let's just also say, I'm fully going to believe that Yunjun and Rowoon live happily ever. Like they they hold hands. There's no car crash. I'm just pretending somehow with the time travel never happening, pre- yeah. they never crash. I am pretending that the the car crash never happens. They're cuz I really wanted an epilogue for them. Me too. I really did. Me too. Cuz I I mean one thing I will say, Rowoon did that cameo for no pay, just Aww. for his buddy Anyosup. Cuz they got to hold hands together and they Yes. A very attractive couple. I I very will say attractive. That. Very attractive. Yes. I mean Try to make Rowan look bad. I dare you. Yeah. So the ending is ambiguous, I would say. Uh, we get to see Jun He and Shi Hyun meet as young 20-somethings, having forgotten their shared history that no longer exists. Are they fated mates that will fall for each other again? Yes. I say it. Yes. Like, <laughs> God, yes. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. Like, the ending didn't. Like, I don't know. Were there, do you, did you hear any chatter about the ending? Did people not like it? I don't know. I didn't hear anything. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I, I like leaving it up to us to, to decide what happens. I, I like it like that because 
Otherwise, all you're going to do is that you're basically like starting the drama over again, which we don't need to. We know that these two people will fall in love with each other. They've right? done it. I feel like they've done it more than once before. They've done it. Yeah, they've done it twice. Yeah. Already. So they'll do it a third time. Yes. Third time's a charm. So that, yeah, I feel like the drama didn't have to give us anything else. No. Like we already knew, we know what's going to happen. We know that they're, cause they're fated to be together. Like the drama proved to us. We just need to see their paths cross. That's all yeah, we need. So sh- and that's what they did. Yeah. They showed us that their paths cross, that they're going to, they're like same school or something. And it's like, okay, great. Like I know what's going to happen. Like, and, it, I'm okay and it's with it. snowing too, right? Like doesn't he, doesn't he like oh, follow her off so. of a bus? I think that's what it is. Like there's just something about like, he's just looking at her. Like there's just something mm-hmm. and he just follows her. <sighs> It's going to happen. And, and I uh, see now talking about this drama. Right. Now I'm like, I, I loved it, guys. Like, I, I feel like we, I hope we didn't make it more confusing. I mean, I will tell you straight up, it's very hard to explain. Like, Amy, you did a fantastic job with this script. I don't know where I would have started because it, it is extremely hard to explain. I mean, honestly, when I sat down to write the script, I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to do. Right. <laughs> but it is. The, again, the romance was great. And, and that's why I was there. You know, it, uh, if you like faded mates, like, like we said, like, they fell in love in college. They fell in love when she went back in time and was Minju. They're going to fall in love this third time. Like, it's the fact that, like, you can't, you can't keep these two souls from loving each other. And that's right. That is my butter. That is my 100% yeah. butter. You can't keep the souls from, it, it's very much like Alchemy of Souls. The souls are going to love each other. They're going to be drawn together. Um, and a time called you, frankly, is a good title. It's it like, is. it's like, it's like anytime it's going to be called you. Anytime where I am, it's you. It's, it's you. And so, yeah, I fully agree that the ending didn't even really stick out in my head. I got to be honest because it, like, it just was like, it was happily ever after to me. Like that was happily ever after to me. And I, cause I know that they'll fall in love again. Right. It's, it's like, just, it, it's like, the story's just beginning at the end, and I love that. I love that. Because we know how much these people are going to love each other, and I yeah. think that that's awesome. Yeah. it's it's Their souls are, are going to be drawn to each other no, no matter what timeline they're in. And After having just, like, weeped until I had a headache when, oh, like, know, when right? they just disappeared from each other, oh, I, like, lost God. my mind. And this I is why, too. Megan... Mm-hmm. This is why I really, really want you someday to watch Extraordinary You, because it has a scene like that. Okay. That just broke me. Okay. Yeah. I I will do that. I I, I don't know when. <laughs> well, when we get maybe that's the one I'll make you watch when we do our okay. episode of Oh yeah, we have you to, need do to that. watch three episodes of this drama or whatever. Leah's just gonna be like, me saying we're both of you. <laughs> I'm already dreading. I'm already dreading watching me saying we're so mean. I'm like so an office drama with no romance. She just, she's like there's like and it's just interns. She's like they're eating. In, they're interns and supervisors. I was like, oh, are there photocopies too, Leo? Like what? Oh, we're so mean. Oh, she's gonna be we're so, so pissed. mean. She's Leah, we love we're, you. This is, and, yeah, we're kidding. We really And are. I do trust that you have very good taste, although we just, we don't always, you know, love the same thing. Yeah. But I just laugh every time she brings up me saying, and something that she brings up about it, and I'm just like, every time you mention it, it sells it. Every <laughs> time. Every time. She doesn't sell it to and, us. And we know there, we know there are those of you out there that love me saying too. Right. You have and, to realize we're we, also just teasing Leah because it's fun. Yeah. Like, we're not, we're not, it, this is about us teasing Leah, not 
teasing me saying. It's really no. teasing Leah. It's just that she's... The- <laughs> she doesn't sell it to us very well. I, had a, I didn't think about what I'm going to ask her to watch. I don't, I don't know. And I feel like with you, I, I feel like... She's going to make us both watch me saying, mm. I think that I want her to watch See You My 19th Life, maybe. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, let make her. Maybe. Yeah. Because that was one of those things where we loved it so much. Talk about like Faded Mates, too. Mm-hmm. We loved it so much. And we're like, we know you're going to like it once you watch it. And then she just never did and never wanted to. And she felt the same way about this drama. Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't know what it why I won't start it. And so I, I kept giving her an out and I even gave her an out yesterday because I knew her daughter was sick. Yeah. I'm like, look, we can push this. She's like, no, 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 I'm watching it. I'm watching okay. it. And then she messaged us tonight. She messaged us tonight and she was like, I'm actually really bummed. I can't do it with you because I, I am very happy that I watched this drama. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So I want, I really wanted to play part of Gather My Tears for, by, uh, Sol Jiwon for this pod, but, uh, you know, I can't play music because it's copyrighted, but I just, I do want to give one last shout out to that song. Yeah. Because I have to admit, well, you know, we'll, we'll put, a, we'll put a link to yeah. it in the show notes because that is, I mean, like, talk about like a drama, like really, like really sticking with something. Like that was the, that was the cassette mm-hmm. that Shihan was going to order from the record shop. Mm-hmm. And that was the song that let them travel through time. Yeah. Every time they wanted to travel back in time, it was the Gather My Tears uh, cassette tape. And and what was funny, too, I think it was like a single. Remember how they used to just put yes. single songs yes. on a cassette? And I think that's what it was. It was just like a single. A single. Yeah, a single. And uh, it's funny because, you know, like the Black Parade by Chemical Romance. Yeah, like the I love opening, It's like, bow, 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 bow. that's the way this was. It would be like, dun. Da, 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 da. and i was like oh shit oh, it's coming, shit. It's, it's, this. I know. It's, coming. It's, it's very it, triggering now it was the opening uh if you've watched this drama and you hear like the opening piano to gather my tears you're like triggered look for real you're like i'm gonna go back in time now <laughs> it's gonna happen <laughs> it's so great um so i did I, and it's a great at first i was like really the song is i don't know it's just kind of a song and then by the end i was like yeah. <laughs> like as soon as i would like hear the song i would cry I like it's like Pavlov's dog. <laughs> so thank you for sticking with us. Um, through I'm sorry if I made anybody's head hurt as much as ours does right now, but we tried. But that's honestly, all I can say. Like I, I feel like I should have rewatched the drama before talking about it because that's that's how long it has been. But I, I don't think that would have. <laughs> I I know, but like if you are here at the end of this episode and you have not watched this drama, um. First of all, I applaud you for for sticking with this, but it truly is one of my favorite K-drama romances. Like as far yeah. as romances go, it was so well done, so emotional, so good. And and there there were some light moments in this drama too. Like we mm-hmm. didn't really get to talk about much of them because so much heavy stuff went on, but yeah. there there were some definite definite fun and games. Oh yeah, there was humor. It was it was I <sighs> this drama had had a lot like like almost everything it truly truly did so i don't know if you made it through and you haven't seen it go watch it or uh maybe do a rewatch let us know what we got wrong because i guarantee we got oh we made some mistakes we (laughs) we made some mistakes yeah we made mistakes oh just please we tried we tried (laughs) okay we tried oh god okay well anyway we we made it without leah but we did back next week yes and thank you for listening everybody will you will see you next time 안녕. 안녕. 감사합니다. 
Thank you for listening to Afternoon of Delight. Where can you find us outside the pod? Head on over to afternoonadelight.com. That's A-F-T-E-R-N-O-O-N-A-D-E-L-I-G-H-T dot com. You'll find links to all our social media, our book recs, K-pop and K-skincare recs, and if you want even more Afternoon of Delight, because really who doesn't, you can join our Patreon, where you can choose the patron level that's right for you. Join in daily K-drama conversations, listen to bonus podcast episodes just for patrons, and participate in our monthly live K-drama support group via Zoom. We can't wait for you to be a part of the community. Until next time, annyeong!